This is a Federal News Network podcast. It's been about a month since the injunction lifted on the president's three workforce executive orders, and the state of collective bargaining among agencies is a mixed bag. The bottom line, the Federal Service Impasses Panel and the Federal Labor Relations Authority, they've been busy. Arbitrators at the FLRA have said some agencies are bargaining in bad faith, but the FLRA still doesn't have a general counsel with enforcement authority over those decisions. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now with a roundup of where all these negotiations actually stand. Nicole, how have things changed since that injunction was lifted from the executive orders, if anything indeed has changed? Well, it really depends on the agency, Tom. I think we're seeing a couple of different themes here. On one hand, unions are saying, well, not much has really changed since the injunction is lifted because some of these agencies were already trying to implement pieces of the executive orders through the bargaining negotiations. On the other hand, in some cases with some agencies, I think unions are starting to see agencies respond officially to the court situation. So we're seeing some some different themes here, one with the Federal Service Impasses Panel, and then two with the continued use of the Federal Labor Relations Authority Spoke with the American Federation of Government Employees. They're working through several big negotiations right now with Veterans Affairs, with Housing and Urban Development, with EPA and others. They're seeing some agencies try to speed up the timeline, which is part of the executive orders. But, you know, I think the unions contend here negotiations take as as long as they take. That's the point of bargaining in good faith. So mixed bag there. On the other hand, NTEU described a wide variety of situations at some of the agencies that they deal with, Social Security Administration, and they do represent people at SSA. After the injunction lifted, they did reach an agreement with the agency on official time and the length of its contract, but the only thing that's still pending is telework, and we know that that is a sticky situation for the agency and AFGE right now, so that's why we haven't seen NTEU Uh, with a major outcry on telework. Sure. Andrew Saul, the commissioner of Social Security, seems to be hell-bent on that's it with telework here. Right. And this VSIP decision, I think, is what might be holding them back in in implementing this to others. At the EPA, the the impasse panel is looking at ground rules uh, there with NTEU. The Energy Department, on the other hand, they have reached ground rules uh, agreement and bargaining starts in January. At FCC... Ground rules also before the impasse panel. NTEU filed an unfair labor practice charge alleging bad faith bargaining, and that one's going to arbitration. And, you know, AFGE says it's seeing some instances where agencies are actually trying to implement pieces of the executive orders, even though contract negotiations haven't actually started. They said they're seeing this at the General Services Administration, the Navy, and the Defense Logistics Agency. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicole Grisco. And what are some of the bigger agency negotiations to watch here, I guess? What can we look at as a bellwether for how this whole thing might end up going? Well, the big one on the list is NTEU and the Department of Health and Human Services. And it's interesting, when you talk to other unions besides NTEU, they look at this as the model and potentially as precedent for their own negotiations. NTEU says they're still bargaining with HHS and a mediator is helping them out on some Uh, articles that were not covered by an impasse decision that the panel put out back in April. And they still believe, the union does anyway, that the 
panel's decision is invalidated because an arbitrator came in about a month or two ago and said, actually, HHS bargained in bad faith. And the big reason that they said that the department had bargained in bad faith was because the department tried to declare impasse before they had even gone through all of the proposals. And the arbitrator says, okay, you can't do that. You're you're prematurely declaring an impasse when you really shouldn't. So that one, I think, is still up in the air. NTEU says it hasn't heard from HHS about whether or not it'll abide by the arbitrator's ruling here. And so I think they're all sort of still looking at what HHS will do. And then there's the issue of the Federal Labor Relations Authority itself waiting for confirmation of the Trump administration's general counsel candidate. But they're just a toothless tiger in the meantime. They really are. And I think that's a good way of putting it. I think it's also important to note that the candidate for that FLRA general counsel position, she worked for HHS and helped uh, deal with many of the negotiations between the department and NTEU. So unions aren't incredibly pleased about that decision either. And then meanwhile, I think, you know, EPA and AFGE, they're also looking to HHS because they're in a very similar situation. A arbitrator came in from the FLRA and said, look, we also think that the EPA bargained in bad faith with AFGE, cited very similar reasons. And again, the FLRA doesn't really have any enforcement power yet on this one. We should also point out that Social Security is still bargaining with its administrative law judges. Mm-hmm. And they've got an issue where the they were told that there might be bad faith going on. But again, the lack of a general counsel at FLRA is stymieing that whole process, too. That's exactly right. And again, I think that's why the HHS and TEU saga is so important here. Any good news in any of these things? Can employees look at something that's, that says, hey, this is a bright spot? Well, I don't know if any of the unions would necessarily call it uh, good news. But Tony Reardon, he's the national president for NTEU, and they they do have a tendency to find some bright spots, I think, in all of this. And they said, you know, in some situations, the bargaining has been contentious and others, it hasn't necessarily been so. And they say it's important to point out that the executive orders and OPM's guidance to implement them at the bargaining table don't affect the contracts already in place. And to that end, NTEU has seen no movement to act outside of these contracts at the IRS, for example, that's a big bargaining unit, and at CFPB. And so they say that they've been those agencies have been largely unaffected. I think other unions say they have seen some agencies who are have tended to be a little hesitant to really take on these executive orders, but they don't really want to call them out because they're afraid that by calling them out, things might change. Yeah, the administration could say, hey, you got to get with the program here. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what they're afraid of. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.